This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Judge Rodney Forbes ruled the gun ban and registry unconstitutional last Friday. Assuming there is an appeal, it would go to the state Supreme Court. Illinois hunters harvested a preliminary total of over 158,000 deer during all 2022-23 archery and firearm seasons. That's an increase of over 11,000 from last year. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, stop by our website anytime. You can find us at nowdecatur.com. A six-point safety plan. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what Norfolk Southern just announced. A series of steps the railroad says it is taking after another train derailment over the weekend in Ohio. This one in Springfield, though, was not the toxic disaster last month's was in East Palestine. Luckily, it seems we may have missed a bullet in this one, that uh, this train may have been empty, and it looks like that hazardous materials is not going to be a threat to the community. Ohio Republican Congressman Mike Turner on NBC's Meet the Press. The fact that we're having derailment after derailment shows really the, the lack of investment, the, the disinvestment in our infrastructure structure, and that needs to change. There is a push in Congress for stricter rail regulations. The Norfolk Southern six-point plan mostly addresses improved inspections on bearings and rail car wheel sets. Overheating is believed to have caused the freight train to go off the tracks in East Palestine. Police made 35 arrests in Atlanta. After more protests at the construction site of a police training center, activists call an urban warfare campus. Some protesters began throwing rocks and sticks, and at least one Molotov cocktail was also thrown at police. At least one construction vehicle was set on fire as well. The protesters then scattered into the woods. Kim Loeffler with Fox 5 TV in Atlanta. A protester was killed there in January after shooting and wounding a state trooper. The FBI wants help finding Americans feared to now be hostages in Mexico, offering a $50,000 reward for their return and arrests. The FBI says four U.S. citizens were taken after gunmen opened fire on their vehicle in Matamoros, Mexico, just across the border from Brownsville, Texas. The Americans had gone across the border on Friday and were traveling in a white minivan with North Carolina license plates. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. The fighting is intense. Ukraine, Russia keeps trying to take a city. The city of Bakhmut in the east doesn't appear to have any major strategic value, and yet it is shaping up to be one of the biggest and bloodiest battles of the war. Well, that's Fox's Steve Harrigan and Kiwi says there are only a few thousand civilians left in Bakhmut. America's listening to Fox News. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor Every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-838-1441. That's 800-838-1441. The U.S. is not alone dealing with an illegal immigration issue. Ours has mostly been at the southern border with a record surge of migrants crossing. Britain's problem is around its coast. Every year, thousands cross the English Channel in small boats, a dangerous and expensive quest for a better life. 
But the British government's getting ready to announce a crackdown, saying people who arrive in the UK illegally simply won't be able to stay. That could mean deporting them to a third country classed as safe, then banning them from ever returning. But this new legislation has hurdles to overcome, as legally enshrined rights are at stake, and refugee activists say the plan could put vulnerable people in permanent limbo. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Iran's supreme leader is calling for the death penalty for anyone who poisons schoolgirls. This after suspected chemical attacks at more than 50 Iranian schools in recent months. On Wall Street, stock futures are up modestly before the opening bell rings in a new week. A rock star has died. <laughs> Gary Rossington, the last original Leonard Skinner member still in the band. The guitarist played on their biggest hit, Freebird. Other guitar players paying tribute. Metallica frontman James Hetfield thanking Rossington for bringing him joy with his music in one of his all-time favorite bands. Guitarist Kenny Wayne Shepherd calling the late musician one of the best to ever do it. Other tributes include musicians Damon Johnson, the Oak Ridge Boys, David Ellefson, and more. Rossington had been a part of Leonard Skinner since 1964 and survived a plane crash that killed four band members in 1977. He also helped co-write many of the group's most popular songs, including Freebird and Simple Man. Guitarist Gary Rossington was 71. Brian Holkren, Fox News. No cause of death was announced, but Rossington had a recent history of heart problems. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Milliken University is committed to making sure every student has access to a private education at an affordable cost. With this commitment, Milliken provides a personalized financial aid package to every admitted student. To receive your personalized award, just complete the free Milliken application for admission and file your FAFSA. Upon acceptance, Milliken's team will work one-on-one with you to provide a competitive financial aid package that is tailored to fit your needs. Submit your application to Milliken University today at milliken.edu slash apply. Here is Nick Smith with a much nicer forecast for today than we had on Friday. Welcome to the week. Yeah, today it's going to be mostly cloudy with a high near 66. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 35. For Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 50. And Wednesday, cloudy with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 50 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. You want to do your heart some good? Check out that story about Tat and the cowboy hat kid. Makes me happy just thinking about it. Amber, back with us. You know you want to support the Ronald McDonald House. Next. Fires and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. You know what my second favorite line from uh, Mayor of Kingstown was last night? Roll that cracker barrel on out of here. I'll just let you fill in the blanks. Uh, <laughs> it's a great show. Jeremy Renner is so good. I hope he's doing, you know, he's got that recovery stuff going yeah. on. I've seen him on social media posting that. I don't know what that will mean for filming, you know, I think there's two episodes left of, of this season. I mean, you're making my eyes water just watching you. You doing okay? I, I'm, I've turned into you. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> you used to always have the watery eye. Now you've passed it on to me, I is guess. Is it one side? It's my right side I all have, day long. 
I've got to go starting too. Okay, see, I brought it in, guys. Sorry. Thank you. I'll just <laughs> so keep, sorry. Keep your. You got a mask. I have allergies. This is this is like clockwork. Yeah, for me. yeah. It's definitely a little early for allergy no, season, man. though, isn't it? No. I'm not having it like I did last year. I had horrible allergies last year, and so far this year, knock on wood, I'm doing a okay. Yeah. Uh, Amber Kaler joins us uh, once a month to uh, talk about the Ronald McDonald House and all that they are doing, uh, uh, both in Springfield and. Peoria and supporting all of the counties uh, in between and around uh, Decatur families. Uh, I, I was stunned uh, to learn just how many people here in Macon County uh, make use of. Uh, and, and I think in my mind, like you're over there for a couple of days. No, our average length of stay is 14 to 15 days. But that, I mean, we have families, like I said, a, a Decatur family just went home that was with us for 108 nights. 108 nights. Yeah. That's absolutely life-changing. I mean, when you think about that time, right? I mean, absolutely. that's, what would they do? I yeah. mean, who could spend 108 nights in a hotel? Yeah. And I always tell people, I'm like, even someone in a great financial spot, you know, if you feel like you're doing well, 108 nights in a hotel and then add to that, you know, food and yeah. transportation and all the other things, uh, the amenities that we provide, uh, you know, that can have a, a significant impact, would have a significant impact. So it's not just we're not looking at financial need. If your child is sick, the need is there. Yeah, and, and we'll I, take care I, of I mean, that's, you know, if you spend $150 a day, which I mean, you know, with a hotel and food would be $17,000. Yeah. Right. We, we do the math. Sometimes we'll look at, hey, here's how many families we've served from Decatur. And let's take our average uh, night stay, what we think it would cost somebody. Right. And I mean, it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars that we've saved people in this community. Yeah. You know, so it's I mean, the the numbers are staggering. No, they really are. I mean, I, I think it's something that you kind of maybe, you know, but you don't really think about and you don't do like the calculations, mm-hmm. you know, you think, oh, a day or two or 14 or 15 days, even yeah. 108 days. And that's not an uncommon story. No, I mean, especially in Springfield, we serve primarily NICU families. You right. know, we'll serve anybody. Their child can be receiving care for anything. Okay, back up. Nick, you, you gotta, you gotta like, yeah. you, you gotta, you see how easily they get into it. You know, they start doing, what does that stand for? <laughs> Nick, you is the neonatal intensive care unit. There you go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> see, uh, it's just habit. It now. does. It yeah. Speak the language. I know. So, um, and a lot of those babies are, you know, they're just growing, they're feeding, you know, they're getting healthy enough to go home. But depending on how early they were born and, and what the situation is, I mean, they can be with us for several months. All right. How long have you been in this job? Almost three years That's now. That's crazy. Yeah. But what have you learned? I have learned that when your child is sick, nothing else matters. You know, and you think you know that already. Um, but when you interact with these families, that is literally the only thing in their lives. Everything else steps aside. It is That is the most important thing. And there is nothing like clarity of that sort of situation. Absolutely. Job whatever it, it's all about this yeah and and so it's you know for me it's just an honor that we're able to step in and fill that gap and, and you know and say nothing else has to matter we'll we'll take care of where you're going to stay what you're going to eat you know make sure that you have everything provided to you uh, and that particular family that was with us for 108 nights they had a sibling you know they uh, and he was um he was nine years old loved dinosaurs i know this because uh, santa brought him quite a bit of stuff they spent christmas with us and um he was just having a hard time. Who wouldn't, yeah. you know, at that age? And uh, one of our team members, she has a side business. She does those, those cool camp outs that right. you see all over social media. And so she did one for him okay. at the house, and he didn't know about it. Ah. And so on the day that he was having a rough day, mom brought him back. 
and uh, and it was set up in the room, you know, and, and just those are the kind of things that we do because it's it's about more than just providing a place to stay. Yeah. So um, what is a very traumatic experience, especially for him, hopefully was lessened by um, just us spoiling him rotten, which is what we do when siblings are in the house. All right. Yeah. Well, so it, it sounds to me and, and I'm recently on the board. I've only had one board meeting, so I'm not a expert on any of this. I'm learning. But but you enjoy your job. I, I mean, oh. it, that there is a. You know, the downside of this clearly is that there are sick children that need medical help, but you get to provide that support in and around these families where you guys find joy in doing that for them. I mean, I don't, it doesn't, you seem different about this job than any other job I've known you to have. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's a different, it's a different sense of purpose. It's a different sense of fulfillment. I go home grateful, you know, so grateful for a healthy family. But, you know, we had a family, I can't remember where they were from off the top of my head, um, but they were leaving the other day with their baby. And we don't always get to see the baby. Sometimes, you know, they they check out and mom's in the car with the baby. And we're always like, please bring the baby in. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've heard about it, the, him or her, you know. And so they were sitting there getting ready to leave. And we were like, oh, look at the baby, you know. And, you know, we were all excited for them. Everybody comes out of their offices when somebody's going home. And just the sincerity with which they said, thank you. Right. And, and we're going to be, you know, donating and supporting in the future. We don't know what we would have done if it wasn't for this. Um, that, I mean, that's a good reason to get up and go to work every day. Yeah, I, I would I would assume because you get to see sort of like even though what you do, it's hard to put a value on it if you're not in that situation. Clearly, they find out right away and you see right away what that means because it, it's just it's your kid. And uh, nothing's more important, and you guys just keep all the barriers away from that. I mean, so that's all they have to focus on is their love and and their relationship and getting that kid well. That's it. And everything else is taken care of. Yeah. I would say, you know, we are there to provide family-centered care, which means the family can be involved in their child's care every step of the way. And exactly what you said, we will remove those barriers so that it's not about distance. It's not about money. It's not about um, how are we going to take care of this or that we step in and, and facilitate family-centered care. All right. So how can people get involved? Uh, first of all, let's explain. You have a, there's the, I, I really want to go see the Peoria house. I've just seen pictures of yeah. it. it. It's really a cool looking building. It is. It's beautiful. Uh, and then you have the Springfield house, which there's future plans for, mm-hmm. uh, making County one of the largest, um, benefactors of your services, right? Yeah. The largest uh, typically, Mason County residents are our highest percentage served in the Springfield House. We see them in uh, our Peoria House as well, but specifically in Springfield, I would say the, the largest percentage of families come from Macon County. All right. And, and then how can people support it? I know like time from time to time, people uh, think because it's the Ronald McDonald House that it's funded by McDonald's. And it, it, it is in the way that local franchise owners raise money, but it's not mm-hmm. corporately funded by uh, McDonald's. No, not corporately funded. We have the, the pleasure of using their brand, which is fantastic. Yeah. But our owner operators, our local owner operators like Gary and Andy are really who help us with the the McDonald's side of the fundraising. We just wrapped up our Give a Little Love campaign, which went extremely well. Right now, if you're a Shamrock Shake fan, those are available. Oh, oh, tell me, tell me. Yeah. I've never had one. Okay. Well, I am not a mint in food person, so yeah. I have never had one. Um, but my husband's already had several of them. Everybody else is really excited. So you can go right now and buy one of those and, and support the cause. Yeah. 25 cents of every Shamrock uh, Shake sold comes back to the Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. So, and that's something that our owner operators do for us as well, which is fantastic. 
people, you know, can obviously get on our website and donate. They can get involved with volunteering, coming to the house, cooking a meal. Uh, Chef Pear, am I saying his last name? Chef Brian from yeah. Milliken. You know, I always struggle with the last name. I got you. <laughs> he, um, he has the Gooder cooking show that he does and he came over brought a ton of soups and risottos and, and filmed something over there with our development director, Abby. Very cool. Yeah. So, I mean, lots of opportunities to get involved. What is Meals from the Heart? That is when volunteer groups come in and cook meals for our families. So we try to have a hot meal available to our families every single night when they come back from the hospital so they don't have to worry about dinner. And volunteer groups will come in and prepare those meals, get them ready to go. If we don't have a volunteer group, our staff will cook for them. Okay. Uh, at the point of contact, like let's say, you know, a family, you know, they go to uh, DMH or they go to HSHS, you know, here locally. And then all of a sudden something happens and they've got to go mm-hmm. uh, to Springfield, uh, to Memorial or St. John's. How does that work? You, you know, what, what kind of communication happens here on a local level that these resources are available? Sure. So we we have our brochures in you know the in, in the ERs and different areas of the hospitals, but then we also try to talk with the nursing staff and caseworkers, social workers, to make sure that they have the information so that if a family is being transferred, they can start that conversation. Then we understand sometimes those conversations aren't going to happen just because there's a lot going on. Right. The uh, the hospital staff over in Springfield are wonderful advocates of ours, but if you are ever in that situation, we have an online application process, and I and I always encourage people just get on and start the application. You can pull up our website and get on your phone and it's very, very simple and easy. And that gets the ball rolling so that by the time you get to the hospital, uh, hopefully we already have your room ready for you. Okay. So you, you don't take like reservations, so to speak, right? You know, sometimes if somebody knows they're scheduled and that they're going to have a stay, mm-hmm. um, we can sometimes, you know, kind of put them in queue depending on our occupancy. Obviously, if somebody else has an emergent need and needs that room, then we'll, we'll go to the first, the person with the most emergent need. But there are times that we have people on our list and we know that they're coming. And, and then when you are, uh, when you say register, what, what's that process look like? Cause you know, people are going through like, uh, a really, you know, Absolutely. The focus is just on the kid. I mean, yep. it's pretty simple documentation yeah. kind of thing. Very simple, straightforward, you know, just just normal demographic information, uh, not overly lengthy. We do run background checks on everyone who stays in the house because we want to make sure it's a safe environment. So really, that's the biggest piece of it is just getting that information, letting us run a quick background check, which usually turns around within sometimes within 20 minutes honestly okay so not a big barrier there as far no. as communicating with you directly not at uh, all. via the website yep. you can go to uh, rmhc-centralillinois.org uh, is the uh, the website i was just looking at the stay with us section and, and looking at the registration form there's also a youtube video explaining all of that uh, and you can get it online uh, good stuff as always so if people want to support the cause uh, I, I just, by the way, ordered my shirts, Nick. I was very excited. Uh, I know you're wearing one today. I know, yeah. Um, it, it, you got a whole, there's a whole store and everything. I know, yeah. You gotta have the merch, right? Uh, well, you know, you want to support the cause, you know, yeah. in, in any way possible. Right. Uh, be a walking billboard. Uh, uh, I'm very excited about it. You got some new folks uh, coming on the board. You got great representation from all the area, right? Yeah, we've been very intentional. You know, we cover 30 counties. We go from Adams County to Vermilion County down to Effingham County. So we've been very intentional about getting board members from the different areas that we serve most heavily because we want 
those advocates in the communities. We want to hear the stories and, and, you know, the community to understand, even though you don't see our building, we are your Ronald McDonald house. We're there if you need us, because if you need us, you're going to come to Springfield or Peoria and we want people to know that. Yeah. And, and I think that's the one thing that, that sort of disconnects for people at the very beginning is like, well, that's in Springfield. It's like, yeah. But if you live in Springfield, you don't need that. That's there for Macon County. That's there for McLean County. That's there for Vermilion County, you know, and, and, and you said 30, you know, plus counties, you know, across Absolutely. central Illinois. Uh, and they're there for all those folks. And Macon County uses it more than any. 108 days. Good ending to that story there? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They went home. Baby's doing well. Uh, so, you know, those, those are the endings that we love. And those are more often than not, that's, that's how the situation well, ends. Yeah. I, I went over for my onboarding, uh, when I was you know, getting ready to, well, actually, I'd already been put on the board and, and walked out after a meeting with Mark Dinsler and Amber and staff. There was a Decatur couple sitting right out there in the lobby. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times I don't even realize it, and I'll see somebody, and I'll say, oh, they look kind of familiar. Yeah, yeah. You know? They're from Decatur. They're <laughs> yeah, there. they're from Decatur. All right. What else is going on in your world? Oh, you know, um, life is good. Yeah. BK's Detective good. Boo. Detective Boo is doing well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best nickname ever, honestly. Yeah. I still pull it out every now and I then. I think I'd put it on my little thing in my unit, you know, like yeah. whatever you wear, like Detective Boo. Yeah. I'm sure he gets no end of grief uh, about that <laughs> uh, at work. Life's good. Life is good. Detective Boo has a, a kind of a new gig. You know, he's he got assigned to an FBI uh, Safe task? Streets Task Force. Wow. Yeah. So I'm waiting to see Look the badge, there. if you know what I'm saying. FBI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the kids, good. what are they, like 19, 20 years old now? Maddox is seven, going on 27. Yeah. So, you know, but he's he's healthy, he's well, he keeps us busy. That's why my eyes watering, because we were outside playing basketball all day yesterday. Yeah, he did yeah. all the sports, and, you know, he was breaking my ankles, seven? as he puts it. He's seven. He's breaking your ankle. He's breaking my ankles. It's like the cowboy hat kid. It's like <laughs> I think his kids are like 40 years old, right? <laughs> exactly. He said, he's like, you got to play some D. <laughs> Who are you? What just happened? I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching this thing with Pat yesterday, and this kid, I I think it was, it's WCIA's the... the Champagne. Champagne, right? They they went over there and did a story about this. Evidently, it's been a thing all season where this cowboy hat kid dances. He's 12. Is he 12? Yeah, he's 12, yep. Does does dance-off stuff with Pat over there at the Illini games. And, and like, you know, this is, like, exactly why Pat is there. Because you got a lot of downtime, which you don't realize when you watch a game on TV because they go to the commercials. You don't realize when you see a game in person, there's a lot of downtime. And so they they hired him. Was it last year or this year? The first year. Uh, I think football started. Football yeah, this, started, yeah. and this so was this the year, first yeah. basketball season. Yeah. Yeah. So he, this kid who wears this big orange, you know, cowboy hat and sunglasses and like the Illini gear, they start having this dance off stuff and it becomes like the crowd favorite. So I mean like to get people all worked up, they put it on the big screen and, and the scoreboard and everybody gets and so they interview this kid, this kid's funny. He's he's like he um of course, you're like, what does your family think about this? Like, I, I asked them, you know, what's it like to have a famous kid, you know? <laughs> and, and he's just hysterically funny. Yeah, deadpan about it. Yeah, uh, deadpan just is like, it. Yeah. get it. I love it. And then Tat's got this wrestling stuff going, like, I'm coming for you. Yeah, yeah. you know, he's doing like the WWE stuff. Had his shirt, shirt with the kid on it and the yeah. cowboy hat of his own, and yeah. he's coming for you. Yeah. Cutting it's promos. Hysterical. Oh, that is 100% on brand for Tat as well. It is. Like, that it makes just, perfect sense. It just made me happy, though, I watching. Uh, you gotta check it out. And you should, uh, support the, uh, the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Central Illinois. They do amazing work. So everything's good in your life. Everything is good. Yeah. 
this job keeps me very busy. I, I drive a lot, but yeah. I love it. I get so to, what do you do? Do you spend kind of parts of the week in both places? Yeah, I'm in uh, Springfield usually a couple days, Peoria one or two days. Uh, I've been in Bloomington a lot just because we're really, you know, we onboarded some new board members, and we're really focusing on that area because that's going to be the biggest area we serve for our Peoria house. We're seeing a lot of those families. So you see the McLean County people going to Peoria, the Macon County people going to Springfield. Yeah. And uh, that's great. Uh, well, we're looking forward to continuing to support the cause, and uh, I'm happy you, you invited me to be a part of it and uh, very excited about uh, our future prospects and we're gonna we're planning some big stuff oh yeah yeah it'll be fun go I, big I or just, go home right I, well I, to me it's <laughs> it's like you know i i, I think at my advanced age you, you know i'm kind of done putting band-aids on things meaning okay someday we might do whatever this this is a real thing that you know what it does you, you know you write a check mm-hmm. You, you give your credit card, you know, you make a reoccurring gift, whether it's meals or whatever it is. It, it's actually serving people at their most, you know, vulnerable moment in their life when all they can think about is their kids' safety and life and health. And you can do that. I, I mean, it, it doesn't, it's not someday. It's not maybe we'll have a cure. It's like that will do what you, I mean, give the money and it does what it does. Absolutely. In real time. Yeah. So, and I think that's why this job is different to me is because I, I get to see it firsthand yeah. every single day. And so, um, you, you know, you, you never feel removed from the mission. Right. Because you, know, you see it right in front of your eyes. Yeah. There's the mission. I walk out to get a cup of coffee and I'm, I'm yep. talking to a family. And so, you know, you can't ever lose that right. focus. So last year when we did our all in day, you helped pay for those 108 days that that Decatur family spent there. I mean, 108 days. Absolutely. Yeah. We sent home a baby not too long ago in Peoria, 114 nights yeah. for that family. So, I mean, that's, that's not uncommon at all. All right. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for being part of what we're doing. Oh, it's it's my great pleasure. Say uh, my best to Detective Boo and and uh, <laughs> your seven year old trash talking basketball play. The ankle breaker. <laughs> you got a D up, Mom. <laughs> got to play some D. <laughs> All right, we'll be back after the break. Stay tuned. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today's going to be mostly cloudy with a high near 66. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 35. For Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 50. And Wednesday, cloudy with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 51 degrees. Your WSOY time is 825. Abraham Lincoln had already made one trip down the Mississippi River to New Orleans when his family settled west of Decatur in 1830. One day, he would climb aboard a steamboat at Beardstown to see if the Sangamon River could carry the steamboat to Springfield. I'm Don Chamberlain, local historian, and I invite you to the Decatur Public Library at 2 p.m. Saturday, March 18th for a free presentation about Lincoln, the Riverman, co-sponsored by the Friends of Lincoln Trail Homestead State Park and the Macon County Conservation District. Hope to See you there. At BC Bank, we're proud to connect communities through financial outreach and economic opportunity. Building a stronger, more vibrant community, BC offers tools and resources to individuals, families, and business owners to achieve financial success. Building strong financial futures, one family, one street, one city at a time. BC Bank, member FDIC. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. 
Finding yourself suddenly unemployed can be a life-changing event, but Now Decatur and our community partners are here to help. Now Decatur is offering a resource page for Decatur and Macon residents that includes unemployment information, immediate job listings, retraining opportunities, social and emotional resources, and more. The goal is to help you navigate through an event and period that can be emotionally, mentally, and financially stressful for you and your loved ones. Go to NowDecatur.com for the Employment and Retraining Opportunities resource page. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Pat Benatar for you this morning. Good morning and welcome. I saw something kind of silly about her recently that she won't play this song because the word shot. Uh, Fire away. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. You know, people can take their passion and do whatever they want with it. That's their right as human beings. Just seems kind of like what you would think a celebrity would do. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she she might be smart in, in the idea that she realizes, hey, I'm not really undoing anything, but me saying that I'm not doing this thing might bring awareness to something that I care about. The song isn't about shooting. So. I know. I know that. But, I mean, she might be. And she, look, she can do whatever she wants yeah. to do with her art. Yeah, she might. I just think this is the kind of celebrity stuff that just just smacks of silly when you're trying to make an actual point, but it just seems silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be offended. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I don't know that it's about offense as much as maybe it's about the opportunity to just hijack it and turn it into a, a message. And what's the message? I'm assuming since we're talking about shot, I'm assuming probably gun violence. So you think her not singing that song is no, going to be a message that's powerful enough to do her, what? Her getting in the news about, hey, you know, just, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't. I, you could be right. I, I just think sometimes they're silly. Mm-hmm. And it could be absolutely 100% fully silly. Yeah. Uh, all right. I saw a trailer for the new Roadhouse remake with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, you weren't. That, that's this isn't made for you. All right, five seconds here to the bottom of the hour. But yes, we'll get into it. It's even less for me after seeing the trailer. Stay tuned. This is R.J. Crace with your stories now. The public is invited to an open house at the Civic Center on March 30th regarding future improvements to Main and Water Streets from El Dorado Street to Pershing Road. You can stop by any time between 4 and 7 that day. The purpose of the meeting is to allow the public to learn more about the project by reviewing the proposed improvements and providing feedback on the proposals. Attendees will be able to learn more about the project through the exhibits, displays, and fact sheets that will be available at the meeting. Go to NowDecatur.com to learn more. Legislation banning the use of single-use styrofoam food containers is advancing in the Illinois House. The main goal is to reduce pollution as polystyrene can't be recycled. The Illinois Manufacturers Association is raising concerns about the cost of producing alternative containers. The bill has passed out of committee and is headed to the House floor. Don't forget NowDecatur.com. 
Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Police in Atlanta say 35 people are arrested in protest at the site of a police training center being built. Some protesters began throwing rocks and sticks, and at least one Molotov cocktail was also thrown at police. At least one construction vehicle was set on fire as well. The protesters then scattered into the woods. Fox 5 Atlanta's Kim Loeffler. Iran's Supreme Leader calls the poisoning of schoolgirls punishable by death. There have been suspected chemical attacks at more than 50 schools in Iran in the past four months. Ayatollah Ali Khamenei says if the incidents are shown to be deliberate, they'd be an unforgivable crime. But there are no details about what chemicals may have been used or who could be behind it. Unlike neighbouring Afghanistan, Iran has no history of religious extremists targeting women's education. Fox's Jonathan Savage, no girls are reported to have died. America's listening to Fox News. Are you looking for a way to reach a wider audience for your business? Look no further than Newhoff Media's integrated advertising solutions. By combining the power of digital advertising with the time-tested effectiveness of radio, you can create a comprehensive marketing strategy that reaches all kinds of local customers. With Newhoff Media, you'll have access to a team of experts who will work with you to create a customized plan that meets your specific needs and goals. Don't wait to take your business to the next level. Contact your Newhoff Media representative today. Start seeing the benefits of integrated advertising for yourself. Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today's going to be mostly cloudy, but a high of 66. Tonight, mostly cloudy still, but a low of 35. For Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 50. And Wednesday, cloudy with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 52 degrees. Your WSOY time, 832. to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. What's the playlist today? Just some rock classics. I was just say, because we've had some 80s and some 90s. All right, I've got a, a couple of questions uh, about the whole... I'm not a Jake Gyllenhaal fan overall. Not a hater. I am. You're a hater? No, a fan. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yep. Like what? Uh, uh, almost everything that he's in. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I'd put him in the top ten or so. Top ten what? Uh, current actors working. Okay, current, mm-hmm. different than all time. Yeah, certainly not all time. But I think he's he brings whatever he. I think he brings good depth to everything he does. I didn't like him in the Spider-Man movie. I mean, I, I didn't think he was a very good villain. Yeah, that might be a little shoehorn for him, but just playing regular people on the street kind of thing, I, I believe him. Uh, was it Far From Home? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't, I'm, I'm trying to like go through and see what I might like of his, because I'm not a hater. I'm just not a, uh, I mean, it's not like something like, oh, I got it. You tell me that Idris Elba's back as, as Luther mm-hmm. or Denzel Washington as, you know, the equalizer. Like I'm in no matter what. Right. I'm not sure he sells me on a role. Right. Yeah. Uh, may, yeah. Maybe he's not the reason I buy a ticket, but certainly he's uh, like oh. the Prince of Persia. Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna look at his last ten movies. He not, hasn't been like Prince of Persia was like twenty plus years ago. It was in the nineties. Uh, it was two thousand one or two thousand ten. But two thousand ten. Okay. Yes. 
I don't know what you want me to tell you. It was after Zodiac and after Brokeback yeah, Mountain. You're missing Donnie Darko, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler was okay. Oh, it was. I thought it was excellent. Uh, Donnie Darko was yeah, that's so so. I mean, it was. That's a cold favorite. Oh, okay, that's fine. That was 2001. That's back when you were talking about. Yeah, Brokeback Mountain was um, his big one. Anyway, I, I'm not. I'm not one way or the other. I'm just kind of. Eh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna like not watch something because he's in it, but I'm not gonna like line up. But this this Roadhouse thing, I, if you're gonna. Take Take on mm-hmm. the cheesiest sort of like everybody's like, you know, secret sort of crush, like on a movie. Mm-hmm. You got to do it in a way that I, I don't know. I didn't realize. You like the UFC affiliation. Right. <laughs> That's what I knew it. <laughs> well, and listen, I, I will be honest with you. Yeah. I, I loved Ultimate Fighter and I watched the reality TV around the, the sort of the, the origin, the original UFC, yeah. right? It has now become something I think that is so stereotyped for a reason that like everybody in it seems like so debaggery that it's like hard to root for. Yeah, I don't like the league itself, mostly. I mean, starting with the top. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it's by design to be exactly this thing. Like, I'm, so now uh, you're wearing your Affliction t-shirt and you're, like, I mean, I could just paint you. I mean, I went to see a UFC fight. I mean, yeah. I've actually been to one in Las Vegas. Yeah. That was back when you said Chuck or, uh, Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz, right? that's yeah. as big as it gets, right, in the yeah. beginning of, mm-hmm. of the UFC. Yeah, that's a, a good part of the lineage. And that audience looked exactly what you would think it looked like. Mm-hmm. So that's been around for all of it. But I didn't dislike it the way I dislike it today. It just seemed so, like, designed to be for people that aren't like me at all. It's probably fair. I don't know if it's fair or not. It's just my own personal taste. I, I mean, mean, it doesn't fit you. No, for sure. everybody else can enjoy it. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not like ranting against getting rid of it. I just it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ever pay per view it. I might have it one time, but even the guys you root for, like Conor McGregor, I mean, they end up being just complete d bags. Yeah, good good portion of them. Even even John Jones, Johnny Bones Jones, that won the heavyweight championship this weekend. Been how many times <laughs> in I, that, trouble? Yeah, right. So when you take the original. A guilty pleasure, like Roadhouse, which is almost a perfect movie in mm-hmm. all the bad ways. Patrick Swayze, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the other guy? Why am I drawing a blank? I don't know. Sometimes when the he... old guy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Sometimes the look that you give passes on right to me, and I get deer in headlines. <laughs> it is like contagious. I'm sorry. No, it happens. It's human. <laughs> like a laugh or a yawn. Uh, uh, Sam Elliott. Oh, okay. I mean, in a classic uh, role duh. as the mentor, right. the older guy. He's got the ponytail. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a perfect movie. No, I mean, <laughs> for what it's doing, perfectly bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, in every perfect way. It's like, and I, 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 you know, people will go, Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho. Why would you remake it? I feel the same way about this. Like it captured something you're never going to capture, no matter how hard you try. I think that that's why you're you're seeing a more tangible, real world. Of, they're going to try to ground it and and make it a different movie. They're not going for the cheese. They're trying to take the story and make a 
what what shouldn't have been cheesy kind uh, of you story. You think UFC isn't cheesy? I, I mean, I, I it's more grounded in reality. It's more grounded in debaggery, which is cheesy to me. Well, maybe. Uh, so I don't know. You, you know, the plot is going to be. I mean, anyway, I was watching. They were doing this. T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. They were mm-hmm. shooting footage yeah. in front of a live crowd. Yep. You know, it was there for probably another UFC thing. It was the heavyweight. Was that what it was for? World. Yeah, this okay. weekend. And they're like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal's ripped. I'm like, yeah, sort of. For yeah, an actor. Good. Yeah. Yeah, he looks awesome. But he doesn't look believable to me. Like, I, he played a boxer in a yeah. movie, right? What yeah, was that it was called? Yeah, great. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, let, let me find it. Because he was in Jarhead, by the way. Jarhead was great. Yeah, it was. What was the name of that movie? I don't have any idea. Oh, End of Watch was phenomenal with him, by the way. What was that? Uh, that was the cop movie with uh, done by just that's a money back guarantee. I love that movie. End of Watch. Yeah, it's very good. Okay. Oh, man, I can't think. Oh, of that was yes, I did see that. That mm-hmm. was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this one looks bad. <laughs> just based on probably. The whole premise of the setup, he's an ex-UFC fighter, and he, he I don't know, was he getting injured, and he goes to a you know, bar. I, it, it, you're going to have a hard time. Ben Gazzara, Kelly Lynch, Sam Elliott, uh, Patrick Swayze, the cheese that was the original Guilty Pleasure Roadhouse from 1989. If they get cheese on this movie, my guess is that it was not on purpose. If this movie gets called cheesy, then they failed at what they This doing. was even directed by a guy by the name of Rowdy Herring. <laughs> the original, I mean. Do you think they set out to be cheesy when yes, they made that? of course. Well, that was sort of the 80s. Well, yeah, I get, but I, I guess that was more machismo than oh, it was but cheesy machismo, after the fact. Machismo. <laughs> it's still cheese. It's still cheese. <laughs> yes. It's a good, that's a good point. But it was, the 80s were the king of the guilty yeah. pleasures, right? Yeah. I mean, the Rockies, the Rambos, all of it was sort yeah. of like based in not any sort of reality. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Swayze is so good. Yeah, he was a good actor. Uh, he, he is he is a star of two of the most famous movies in this genre of cheese ever. Yeah, Point Break, and then yes, and then became the heartthrob and Ghost. Yeah, but that was a whole different thing. Point, Still, like, I know, but Roadhouse and Point Break, you you left out Dirty Dancing, oh. which way bigger than Ghost. Oh yeah, uh, but but Point Break and Roadhouse are still if they're on, like if you run into them, I'm watching. <laughs> Right? Yeah. And they remade Point Break and it was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. Because they, they did try to cap, it was, they tried to do the same thing again. I feel like. I felt like they took it too seriously. I mean, like, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. And maybe it's not fair to call it terrible. Maybe it's just terrible based on your memory of the other. I would say that. But I didn't think it was very good. Anyway, so you can check it out. It's coming soon. I also saw a story. That I found to be fascinating over the weekend. I've not watched Daisy Jones and the Six, but I haven't watched either. their their music. The original music from the show is skyrocketing up the music digital charts. Oh wow! I mean, the original music done for a show by a fake band. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe it's based on Fleetwood Mac or whatever it might be, that '70s band that their original music from the show is doing very well. Digitally. Oh, that's interesting. It's it's kind of cool. 
when you have a very, that music is stuck in a very specific time. It's very cool when new music of that time can be given to you in that way. Yeah. I think that's. And we saw during the pandemic that that nostalgia, if you looked at all of, Mm -hmm. it was like 70s rock and all this stuff was really booming during COVID because people were looking back on a simpler time. Mm -hmm. And then here's a unique. comfort music. Right. And here's something that feels familiar, but it's brand new. I think that's a, I think that's a really cool recipe. I also read that they filmed literally in all the real locations, yeah. like uh, that were on the rock scene in the 1970s. Oh, that's cool. Like in, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, literally like the studios, the bars, like, uh, and, and what they couldn't do, they recreated, but it has a very authentic kind of, hmm. you, you know, not only original soundtrack, but like they're in the actual places where all this was happening. That's cool. In that Laurel Canyon. Canyon sort of uh, uh, world of the 1970s. So I've not watched an episode. It, it just became available this weekend on Amazon. Yeah, that makes me want to see it more. Yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna check it out. If nothing else, just the music they're doing is resonating with people. Yeah, that's neat. And then I saw, speaking of the 70s, that you remember Potsy from mm-hmm. Happy Days? Yeah. Now, when did you watch Happy Days? In the afternoons, like probably around like Brady Bunch, so in the 90s, so certainly a couple decades after it happened. Right. Or solidly a decade plus. And so I was looking, he, he ran for mayor yeah. of some town, mm-hmm. and he had like all of his co-stars, like, there with him, yeah. and he lost. I know. How do you lose? If you're Potsy, and you bring Ralph the Mouth, and, and, and Henry Fonzie, yeah, was there, yeah. and Richie Cunningham to campaign for you, how do you lose? <laughs> I didn't see where it was at. Like, jeez, man. God, one of the greatest directors of all time, slash Opie, and you can't get out of the Fonz. You had the, the Fonz. Yeah, you had the Fonz. How is that possible? I don't actually know. So I saw this story, and and I, first of all, I was kind of surprised because it's not like you think about Potsy on a daily basis, or right. even if you remember that his name was Anson Williams, because I always thought that was a weird name, Anson. You know, when mm-hmm. you're a kid, you don't know anybody named Anson. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And he ran for mayor of a. It's O J A I California. I don't know how that's pronounced. I don't either. How do you, isn't that a pretty small place? I would assume, I've never heard of it. How's he not the most famous person there? By far, just alone as Potsy. Right. Just as Potsy. He is the most famous man in however you pronounce this. It's a small city in Ventura County, California, northwest of Los Angeles in the uh, mountains. It's got a village-like center dotted with art galleries and new age shops, blah, 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 blah. All right. Uh, population 7,590 people. Now, help me with this. There are two things going on online that I do not understand right now. Okay. Potsy can't get elected mayor of a town with less than 8,000 people, even with the help of the Fonz, Richie Cunningham, and Ralph the Mouth. How is that possible? Unless he's just straight up hated. But the, those people that are mild-mannered, nice guys, so you would think that he's not too flamethrowy, right? He's just off 73 that. years old, which will throw you for a loop because Potsy's sort of stuck in your mind as a uh-huh. very, very specific visual image. Man, I don't get it. And so literally Don Most, who still looks exactly – if you just take the red hair and put white, mm-hmm. he looks the exact same. Who is that? Don Most? Ralph. Oh, oh, him. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you look at the picture mm-hmm. of him in 1975 oh from Happy gosh. Days, and you look at the picture of him mm-hmm. now, I mean, he looks identical. Yeah. 
where Henry Winkler looks different or, you know, mm-hmm. Richie Cunningham. Well, actually, Richie Cunningham still kind of <laughs> looks the same, too. How do you, in a town with less than 8,000 people, how do you not win that race with that sort of star power behind you? Right. How are there not little signs, home of, you know, Potsy, and stuff like that? You'd think he'd be their treasure. Yep. But not, because he lost. And then the other thing I don't understand, and I saw three different headlines on this. Same story, three different headlines. Lindsay thinks it's being, like, literally manipulated by Ryan Reynolds. The number one movie streaming in America on Netflix is R.I.P.D., which was the worst movie ever made. Maybe not ever made, but it's the worst movie Jeff Bridges ever did. The worst movie Ryan Reynolds ever did. The Berlin. worst movie that Kevin Bacon ever did. And I saw three different headlines declaring how did the worst movie that Ryan Reynolds ever made end up number one in America? How did the worst movie that Jeff Bridges ever made end up number one in America? How did the worst movie Kevin Bacon ever starred in end up as number one in America? Well, I saw it was number three on Netflix last night. Uh, there is a second one. I did not know that. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how it's number one. I didn't think it was as bad as you said it was. Oh, it's, it's god-awful. And how... Did it end up like out of nowhere skyrocketing to the top of Netflix? It's, it's got to be a tweet by or something like that. that See, that, that's what Lindsay said. Be. Because it was not, I mean, it was a bomb at the box office. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of star power. Mary yeah. Louise Parker was in it, Kevin Bacon, Ryan Reynolds, Jeff Bridges, right? Yep. Um, but it flopped. Uh, but it didn't uh, flop in the uh, endearing kind of way. It was just a, a movie that didn't do well. It's not one of those so bad, let's tune in. It was, it's not that. It was at the time for the star power yeah. involved. Yeah, it was just a bad movie. Considered to be a pretty big mm-hmm. box office yep. flop. Yeah, for sure. And that was in 2013, back mm-hmm. when box office still mattered mm-hmm. and people went to the movies. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just was bad. I, I don't know. It, it had, there's got to be some obvious catapult to it. It cost 154 million to make. It made $78 million at the box oh, office. Man. That's flop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question but about it that. It costs twice as much as it brings in, mm-hmm. even by Hollywood standards. It's yep. a flop. So how in the world did that get to where it is right now on Netflix? I saw it in my app, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It, yeah, I don't know. I mean, other than, you know, they maybe they piggybacked off of Ryan Reynolds and Jeff, Jeff Bridges uh, and... But, but you got to think that's a lot of word of mouth. That's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, digital word of mouth. Yeah. And Netflix, to, to be fair, has the ability to manipulate it if they want to. They could just say it's number one and put it in front of everybody and it becomes number one. Oh, Manifest yeah. destiny. Yeah, but they're, they're also now reporting number. I mean, there's, there's, I think, less of that today than maybe was possible a few years ago. I mean, you, you know, when you see, like, uh, I mean, I don't think that they're doing that with Formula One, which clearly when yeah. it comes out, mm-hmm. bounces to the top of yeah. that list. And that is at the top of the list. You said number three because that's, that's the first move. Movie mm-hmm. at the top of that list. Yep. So it's the number one movie on Netflix right now. Yeah. By the way, this is not his worst movie. In his own admission, Green Lantern okay. is he considers to be. I'd his rather worst. watch Green Lantern than this. <laughs> if he, given the choice, he's, if I had to watch one or the other, I would go with Green Lantern. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds has slammed that in multiple movies yeah. since. <laughs> Man, I don't have a clue to be honest with it's you. Weird, now. isn't it? Yeah. That's. It's interesting, but I'm Sometimes sure Sometimes things just defy the odds. Yeah. But you can manipulate things if the right person with the right following in the right context, it just happens. Yeah.
So I don't know. I've I've not trailed this down. And then yet. why in the world the sequel was direct to DVD? By the way, why would you trigger a sequel on something that that cost twice as much than it earned? I don't know. I don't know. I saw. I didn't recognize. And by the way, this the second one doesn't even have a wiki page. I didn't even recognize who was in that movie. I thought it was one of those like Bollywood ripoffs, yeah. but it was it was legit R.I.P.D. <laughs> I might have added it to my list. Okay, go for it. I know, I'll pass. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a uh, one last break. I didn't get to Perry Mason last night. I'm excited it's back. Yeah, we're very excited. Countdown to Luther. The, the 10th. Uh, the movie. Yep, it's the 10th. Uh, is it the 10th? Mm-hmm. So next weekend? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Ready to go with that. Um. I finished Special Forces and I've got one episode of Full Swing and one episode of Drive to Survive left. I haven't watched. I'm, I'm still got Drive to Survive, on, but I got to start at the beginning, which is a little daunting. <laughs> yeah, just a little. Yep. But I can do it. Uh, Tom Sizemore died over the weekend. Uh, I saw a story about the seven most memorable performances oh. of his career. And I saw one about Pedro Pascal, his 10 best roles. And I, I was trying to think 10 mm-hmm. deep on him. I mean, he seems like he's in everything now. Right. But 2018, he was still, I mean, as mm-hmm. the bad guy in The Equalizer too, not that big a star. Right. Exactly right. I'd like to see both those lists. All right. Well, I'll tell you here. all about them on the other side of the break. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today is going to be mostly cloudy with a high near 66. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 35. For Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 50. And Wednesday, cloudy with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 53 degrees. Your WSOI time is 8.52. Huff Lumber and Home Specialties. Who says you can't have it all? Update your home with beautiful cabinets from Dura Supreme. Our complimentary custom design includes pricing and renderings to keep you in budget. And with a broad selection of woods and colors to choose from, you can have it all. In 1965, my father founded Brinkotter Realtors with a singular goal, to support his community's real estate needs with integrity, purpose, and a forward-facing approach to business. Over 55 years later, Brinkotter Realtors still embodies that spirit. Connection, commitment, community. When you're planning to make a move, go with the name you know. Get the service you deserve. Go to Brinkotter.com to connect with one of our agents today. Find your way home. Brinkotter.com. As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Hey, Joe. Where you going with that gun of yours? 
Okay, here's a couple of suggestions for you, whether you're uh, mourning the loss of Tom Sizemore, who died over the weekend at the uh, age of 61 after suffering a brain aneurysm. I was reading uh, Entertainment Weekly. They identified his best uh, uh, seven best performances. I had forgotten that he was in True Romance. Yeah. But, I mean, it's easy to forget because Brad Pitt, Gary Oldman, Dennis Hopper, Val Kimmel, Samuel L. Jackson, James Gallant, the, the list of cameos in that movie yeah. is insane. And Tarantino attached to it too. And, yeah. and we wrote it, yeah. yeah. And, but he, he was the partner with Chris Penn, who were the cops. Yeah. Right? Devil in a Blue Dress, which was a Denzel Washington, uh, movie based on the, uh, the novels, um, uh, in 1940s Los Angeles, uh, detective movie, uh, Heat, which was clearly oh, Michael yeah. Mann's best movie ever. Also, once again, holding his own with Val Kilmer and Robert De Niro mm-hmm. and Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. Saving Private Ryan, he was great in. Yep. With Tom Hanks. Bringing out the dead. I, I, I remember there was a Martin Scorsese movie yeah, with Nicolas Cage, yeah. and I didn't really, I wasn't a big fan of the movie. Robbery, Homicide Division was a TV show that he starred in early. Twin Peaks, The Return in 2017. Uh, and I think, um, you know, I don't know how you stack up a guy's performances throughout the years, but he always reminded me of Michael Madsen. I mean, you know, like those two mm-hmm. actors kind of seemed similar to me. Yeah, that, that energy, that, uh, one, just one step close to the line. <laughs> Like, yeah. it wouldn't take much, right? Yeah, exactly right, yep. So then I read Pedro Pascal's 10 best Ooh, okay. acting roles ranked by CBR.com. And, and I don't really know what to think about that. He was in Graceland. Oh, yeah, okay. I right? don't remember that. That was a USA all. show about a government agent living together in a beach house. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the guy, the main guy in that? Um, was big for a while. I don't remember that show very much. All right. Number nine, as Francisco Catfish Morales in Triple Frontier, which was the big flop Netflix movie with Ben Affleck and the guy from, who else was in that? Wasn't Chris Hemsworth. Maybe it was the guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy? Charlie. Uh, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Hannum. Uh they they did this like they were gonna like heist this drug dealer money or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were like soldiers. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I vaguely do. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty pretty forgettable. <laughs> it truly was. Uh, I've forgotten he was Agent Whiskey in Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Yeah, which was not nearly as good. No, but as the first one or the last one. Correct. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Max Mitwell Lord in Wonder Woman 1984. I didn't like anything about that movie at all. Yeah. Including his performance. Exactly. I'll agree with that. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That's the Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, oh that was the one that was out just a couple of years ago where mm-hmm. he played the rich guy to hire Nicolas Cage who played mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. He was really good in that, right? Mm-hmm. Narcos, they have at number three. I still think that's his best work. Yep. Number two, they have Joel uh, Miller in The Last mm-hmm. of Us. And number one, they have The Mandalorian, which I think is really down the list. Although he's good in it, I think just about anybody could be. Yeah, yeah, maybe. He, he his voice is his because you're used to it. But if they'd put anybody else Probably in that right. role, yeah, he does really well. And it is certainly what has skyrocketed him to the next level. No doubt. I would still say though that Narcos is his best work. He is so good in that uh, in, in a couple of seasons. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's great. That was when he first came on my radar screen. Yeah, the, I feel like there was um, one. Like something that, else that should have been on the list? No, just uh, was he in like a Mission Impossible or something like uh, along that? <sighs> Probably not. I don't remember that. He oh, he was an equalizer, too. We just already talked about that, but. Don't get too wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> I got to wrap it up, actually. <laughs> That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Don't get too wrapped up to wrap it up. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I'm telling you, the man looks dramatically different without a mustache. I've never seen anybody just look different because of a lack of the mustache. Watching the equalizer, too, I'm like, does he look like him? Two different guys. He was hateable in that movie. All right. Jimi Hendrix isn't doing this song anymore either. Maybe not the same stand as Pat Benatar, but I'm just saying. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. The 15th-ranked Millican women's basketball team saw their outstanding season come to an end this weekend, losing to number 2 Transylvania 71-59 in the NCAA Division III tournament. The Big Blue finished 24-5 and and won both the CCIW regular season and tournament titles. They made the NCAA tournament for the second year in a row. Also in sports, the Illini men's basketball team lost their regular season finale to Purdue yesterday. Illinois will be the seventh seed in the Big Ten tournament and will take on Penn State Thursday evening. The state health department says 18 Illinois... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.